Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I spent some major time procrastinating on my work this previous weekend by watching Tiger King instead. So I'm guilty of it myself. And amidst the current times, I don't think there could be a more perfect opportunity to roll out a conversation on procrastination and how to get around it. This is a highly requested episode since many of us suddenly seem to have a lot of time on our hands. And whether you're in school, working from home, or wherever you may be, Building structure in our lives through self-discipline is something we may all benefit from. I'm your host, Amy J, and here on Brain Meets Mind, I extend the basic scientific idea that structure determines function to the fields of neuroscience and psychology. The title of the podcast is a metaphor for my own journey, first as a neuroscience graduate of Georgia Tech and then as a human being and a lifelong learner. Through my weekly episodes, I aim to break down seemingly complex neuroscience into understandable content that can help you maximize your potential. Plus, nearly every episode includes a weekly challenge so that you too can join me on this beautiful journey of personal growth. You know that your brain is capable of it, so you just have to let your mind prove it. Here we go. I want you to picture yourself as a toddler for a second. A friendly lady walks into the room and leaves a beautiful white fluffy marshmallow on a plate in front of you. You can either eat it now or wait. If you wait, you'll get another one. So do you eat the marshmallow right away or do you wait as it calls your name on the plate in front of you? While the marshmallow test is often done with children to test delayed gratification, the element of self-control and decision-making is something many young adolescents and even grown adults struggle with daily. Building self-discipline is easier said than done. Perhaps you have this whole week to finish one major task. You've probably heard many times before that it's easier to split up that task over the course of a few days rather than to cram it all in on Friday night right before it's due. And yet, many of us continue to procrastinate until the deadline gets closer and closer. For the purpose of this episode, let's break down self-discipline into three different components. Motivation, stress, and satisfaction. Each one of these plays a significant role in shaping our tendencies towards not only assigned tasks or passion projects, but also when it comes to physical and mental strength and well-being. Motivation itself can seem pretty complex. There's a few different explanations for it, but today I'll highlight two major theories in the science world. The first is expectancy value theory, which is used to predict one's attitude towards a certain object or task. Let's turn back to that assignment that you have due on Friday night. If you expect to do a good job with the task and the end result is valuable, then you're more likely to be motivated to do it. The equation is simply what you expect and the value of it that determines the likelihood of you completing that task. The drive reduction theory also plays an important role. If it's a primary need like water, exercise, shelter, etc., your mind will actively tell you to fulfill that need. Likewise, if something's causing harm to you, you'll probably move away from it. 
In other words, the positive or negative drives determine how likely you are to act on making a change. From a biological standpoint, the dopaminergic mesolimbic pathway is the key player. The motivation part of the circuit involves the nucleus accumens, the striatum, and the ventral medial prefrontal cortex, which manages risk assessment. While from an evolutionary standpoint, the reason for this reward circuit was largely based on finding food and shelter for survival purposes, this has certainly shifted to include other elements of our lives today. All right, so the next component is stress. If you've ever seen a graph depicting optimal arousal theory, you may be aware that it looks like a bell curve. Low and high levels of stress can lead to poor performance, but it's when you hit that perfect in-between that performance peaks. If you're thinking about this assignment on Monday, you're less likely to be stressed about having enough time to complete it. Come Wednesday, maybe you haven't started yet, but the gravity of what it'll take to tackle that task may be getting to you, and so you might decide to start working on it. If it's Friday afternoon and you still haven't started, you might find yourself rushing to it last minute or scrambling to make it look presentable and deliverable. Finally, satisfaction can determine your level of self-discipline as well. Let's go back to the idea of tempting food. I'm currently intermittent fasting so that I can shed a few pounds, and with my current cycle, I stop eating for the day at 7 p.m. Well, the other day, my sister decided to bake a chocolate cake in the evening and insisted that I try it. And when I say insisted, there was a bowl with the cake in it brought to me while I was trying to get work done on the couch. Anyone who knows me is well aware that I'm more inclined to have a sweet tooth than to snack on chips after dinner, and when the whole house smelled like chocolate ganache cake, mm -mm -mm, let me tell you, um, that did not help. <laughs> and it doesn't help either when you're also the type that will definitely eat a second piece after consuming the first. Anywho, I resisted because I thought for a second about what it would do for my macros and the goal of being more lean, and that risk assessment through cognitive appraisal led to a feeling of satisfaction for having said no. In the context of our assignment, working on smaller tasks throughout the week to meet the big deadline on Friday might make you feel more accomplished on a daily basis and enable you to avoid that peak stress and low performance idea as well. So when we take a look at the bigger picture when it comes to self-discipline, working with smaller components can become a lot more pragmatic. This week, I encourage you to choose one of the three subtopics in today's conversation and make a conscious effort to build or refine your tendencies through them. Thank you to everyone who submitted a request for today's episode, and I apologize for the procrastination here, but as always, please keep these suggestions coming my way so that I can continue to bring you great content. I hope you keep safe and stay healthy this week, and I'll see you in a few.